Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church in Katy, Texas. If you are in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing it with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message, and God bless your week. You might have heard somebody talking about, watch your peas, plants, pipes, pets. Watch your peas with the cold front coming in and temperatures dipping below freezing. Cover your plants or they might die. Wrap your pipes or they might break. Bring in your pets inside or, well, whatever. We won't go there. Watch your peas and you'll be good. Today, from God's Word, God tells you to watch your peas, but it has nothing to do with plants or pipes or pets. It instead has to do with far more important things. Listen for these themes coming through the scripture verses from 2 Timothy today. Watch your person. Watch God's promises. And watch who is perfectly presiding. Did you like my double P there? That would have been an extra point in categories. First of all, I think it's helpful for you to know why these messages are coming through, and why that was so important for Timothy, a young pastor, to hear from Paul, an older pastor in prison. You see, Paul was at the end of his life. Any second now, as he is in prison, the executioner could come and tap him on the shoulder, and that would be the last day Paul had on planet Earth. He wrote 13 books of the Bible, the apostle Paul did, And this is the very last one, 2 Timothy. Young Pastor Timothy certainly had leaned on Paul many times over the years, through thick and thin or worse. And now certainly the what-ifs and how-will-eyes would have been filling his mind. It's not really that hard or much of a stretch, is it, to imagine young Pastor Timothy as an emotional mess, getting these last words from the Apostle Paul, How will I be okay if Paul goes to heaven? What if he dies today? What if I never get to talk to him again? And the message from 2 Timothy is very clear. You're going to be okay no matter what comes up because you can focus on these things. Watch your person. Watch God's promises. Watch who is perfectly presiding. Let's get into the verses, and I think you'll see more about what I mean. Verses 14 and 15. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. The only person you can control is yourself with the help of God. And we all know how hard self-control is. Paul tells Timothy, watch yourself. If you want to be of value to other people, 
Watch yourself. Watch your person. You've known the Holy Scriptures for a long time. And that is the best way to watch your person. What an opportunity Timothy had to do that. Because the Holy Scriptures are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Let that sink in. The Holy Scriptures only are able to make you wise for salvation. No amount of studying or research in any field out there under the sun will help you know about salvation in Christ Jesus besides the Holy Scriptures. No amount of staring at the sky, of looking through a telescope, and examining the heavens day after day would help you know anything about how to get to heaven with God. No prescription from any doctor could give you the right medicine to heal your sin-sick soul. Only the Holy Scriptures are able to make you wise for salvation so that you can live in heaven with God for eternity and have full, free forgiveness overwhelming every sin in your soul. And the amount is not close. The amount of forgiveness God gives you through the Scriptures. So watch your person with the Holy Scriptures and what they have to say about you. Also, watch God's promises. Verse 16 says, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Let's unpack that a little bit. The Bible is not just a collection of human opinions about God compiled over the years. Instead, it's a collection of God's opinion about humans. A love letter from Him, from heaven above, sent to you and me and all. The Holy Scriptures are useful and beneficial. They're useful for teaching, helping you understand what God thinks about this or that. Learning new things about His mind. They're useful for rebuking, telling you no when you're on the wrong path. Useful for correcting and saying here is the right path. And then also for training in righteousness, helping you to stay on the right path and keep marching in a way that honors God and loves the people around you. All of the Scriptures are useful for all of those things. And in the end, verse 17 I think is pretty, pretty important. The servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Just think about that. Let that sink in. It's a wonderful thing to hold fast to when all of the what-ifs and the how will I's keep you up at night. What if I get cancer? What if I get COVID? What if inflation keeps rising? What if China does this or Russia does that or some other country does something else? What if 
How will I respond? How will I be okay? How will I have enough going forward? The Scriptures are able to thoroughly equip you for every good work and handle any and every situation that comes up. Bar none. Watch your person. Watch God's promises. Watch who is perfectly presiding. Let's spend a little time thinking about why that's so important by thinking about what happens if we don't. What happens if you don't watch your person, but instead continue to take inventory and in how everybody else is sinning and going off track and causing all kinds of trouble? Well, the inevitable result is you are going to be puffed up and feeling superior, conveniently ignoring your own sin, while keeping close track of everyone else's. You're going to drink in the lie, my problems are all his fault, her fault, their fault. And you're going to be miserable as you do that. You're going to drift further from God because you'll care less and less about his forgiveness. You'll only likely get angrier and more unsettled as you wish all those other people out there would get closer to God. Well, you're drifting from Him. That's what happens if you don't watch a person and if you don't watch God's promises. Satan then has a wide open soul to fill all kinds of lies. One of which is my problems are all someone else's fault. Another might be God doesn't care about you. God won't forgive you. God is too weak. I'm in control, not him. And so many other lies. The Bible is human opinion, not God's word. It's not even really relative to today anymore. Anyhow, lie after lie after lie. And then you'll forget who's perfectly presiding. You're going to assume one of two things. Either God is all-powerful but doesn't care, and that's why there's so much evil running amok in the world, which makes you angry at Him. Or you'll assume God is loving and He does care, but He's not powerful to stop one little thing. And so you see God as the type of wimpy person who gives you a little hug as you both get totally trampled by evil. Neither one of those is good. That's why these scriptures are so important. And remember, Paul was writing them when he was about to die because he was preaching the gospel at the hands of a government that didn't care about the gospel. And yet he is not complaining. He is not worked up. There is not one single what if or how will I in anything he writes to Timothy. And he is encouraging Timothy to have that exact same heart going forward as long as God gave him life on earth. Watch your person. Know your sin. Watch God's promises. Know your Savior who says there is now no condemnation for you. Right now. Jesus says you are my child. You are an heir of heaven. No longer a slave. Only a son. And the final chapter of your book is written. 
you're going to end up in glorious heaven with Jesus. And between now and then, He will rescue you from any and every evil attack that comes up to get you safely home to heaven. What's more, anything that comes up on this earth, Jesus, the one who is perfectly presiding, will use to advance His gospel, to have more and more people realize, I'm sinful, I need a Savior, I have one in Christ, because that's what God promises me, and God never lies in His Word. It's holy Scripture that doesn't change as things on earth continue to change. And that helps us move forward one little step at a time as we're watching our person, not so much everybody else, watching God's promises, watching who is perfectly presiding so that we can love God and others when we notice they're falling apart and broken. That we can help them watch their person and God's promises and who is perfectly presiding. The last few verses of our our sermon verses for today help us think about that. I'm at chapter 4, verse 1, the second paragraph. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing, appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Preach the word. Not your own speculation and certainly not belittling the word because somehow someone else comes up with something better and more useful. Preach the word whether it's convenient or not. Whether the people in front of you want to hear it that day or not, preach the word in season or out of season, but not in a pompous way or like a fire hose way that blows someone's face off almost, the pressure's so high, but a slow drink, a soft trickle. Preach the word with great patience and careful instruction speak the truth in love and then again if needed and then again if needed all the days god gives you breath on this earth because when you do that you're going to help others as well as yourself to watch their person to watch god's promises and to watch who is perfectly presiding. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine, instead to suit their own desires. That's at the bottom of it, right? Whatever they want, they'll make up something in the Bible to fit it, even though it's not correct. To suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. There is strength in numbers that could be good or that could be bad. And when you pile up false teacher after false teacher and liar after liar about what God supposedly says in His Word when it's just monkey business to support someone's desire that is sinful, that's where you've got to watch a person. Watch God's promises and watch who's perfectly presiding. 
because they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths, things that are not true, things that are just emotional feelings or less. But we don't need to be driven astray by any of that. You keep your head in all situations. Watch your person. Watch God's promises. Watch who's carefully presiding perfectly. Endure hardship. It's not always going to be easy. In fact, many times it is not easy. And yet we can endure. Because who's in control? Not Satan and not anybody else, but Jesus, the King of Kings who loves you deeply. Do the work of an evangelist. Keep holding out the word of life and the truth. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. One example of this is not only the Apostle Paul or Timothy as his life went on and then eventually came to an end, of course, but a man named Polycarp that we're going to learn about in our adult Sunday school today. Polycarp was the lead pastor or bishop in the city of Smyrna. And in the Revelation chapter that we're studying today, we're going to look at what happened in Smyrna and why these words were being written to the church there led by Polycarp. There was a lot of persecution. There was tons of idol worship. There certainly is example after example after example of people who, to suit their own desires, their own sinful flesh, were gathering around a bunch of teachers to tell them what they wanted to hear, and they were flocking towards it, not wanting the truth. Well, Polycarp lived to be 86 years old. And as an 86-year-old man, in the year 155 A.D., as persecution and life as a Christian in that city was probably getting tougher and not easier and more intense and not less intense, he got rounded up, an 86-year-old pastor, to the stadium where he was surrounded and it was demanded of him, you denounce Jesus and support worship of Caesar or else... And Polycarp said, For 86 years I have served my king faithfully. He has never let me down. How could I turn my back on him now? Polycarp was burned at the stake. But then he went to glory. He endured hardship. He watched his person. He watched God's promises. He watched who was perfectly presiding, even to the point of death. And I guarantee you, 2,000 years later, he's not sad. He did that. Same with you. Same with me. One last thought for today. How do you defend a lion? Do you give him a machine gun? Do you give him a careful strategy so he can sneak around the corner and surprise people? The answer to the question is going to make you smile. How do you defend a lion? You don't! The lion can defend itself. You just let him out of the cage. He's strong enough. He can overpower anyone or anything. God's word is a lion. It does not need us to give it extra help. It can defend itself on its own because it's God's holy scriptures useful for anything that comes up. Let God's lion, his holy scriptures, be unleashed in your heart. And drive out all the what-ifs and how-will-eyes. 
Let God's Word, that lion, into your heart as you take a Scripture verse, make it your own, and drive away all doubt and fear. Let God's lion into your heart and let Him tell you all about how much He loves you from eternity into eternity. Let the lion out of its cage as you watch your person, watch God's promises, and watch who is carefully, perfectly presiding over all things at all times. Amen. Time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. Could I ask you for one more favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to click subscribe and give us a rating. Just a few seconds of your time will help other people hear the simple, straightforward Bible message we offer. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.